Chapter 13, Part 1. Back in Stromhead, the children tumbled out of Professor Jameson's tidy little car and Mr McPhee's ramshackle van and went to perch on the harbour wall. Finn couldn't bear to sit alongside the others. He stood in front of them, hopping from one foot to the other, too upset to keep still. It's no good, Jazz said bitterly. They've won. They can't win. They mustn't, burst out Finn. I told you what they were like, didn't I? said Kyla. Charlie was sitting awkwardly with his arms crossed over his chest. What's that poking up out of your T-shirt? Amir asked him. Charlie blushed. Nothing. It's not nothing. It's paper. Rolled up. Go on, what is it? He leaned over and tried to prise Charlie's arms off his chest. Leave me alone, panted Charlie. I told you it's nothing. But Jazz had recognised a corner of the paper that Charlie was trying to hide. It's the supermarket poster, isn't it? She said accusingly. Of Tom Henderson and the balloons. Charlie gave up trying to hide it. Reluctantly, he pulled it from under his T-shirt and let it unroll. So what anyway? He blustered. It's a great picture of him. I'm going to cut round the bit with him in it and get rid of all the balloons and stick it up in my bedroom. Traitor, muttered Amir, but he was looking enviously at the poster. Everyone glanced nervously at Finn, expecting him to explode in anger. But he was staring at the poster of Tom Henderson, frowning with concentration. What's he like? He asked Charlie. Who? Tom Henderson. He's the best. Charlie looked relieved. That goal against Rangers last season and the one in the Scottish FA Cup semi-final two years ago was, began Amir. Shut up about goals and stuff, said Finn. What's he like? He's, he's just great, said Charlie. Finn bounced impatiently on the balls of his feet. I think I can see what Finn's getting at, said Jazz. If he's a nice person, I mean, if he... If he cares about anything at all except for stupid football, said Finn. Stupid? You think football's stupid, said Charlie hotly. Finn ignored him. Like I said, if he cares about anything important, he might refuse to do it. Release the balloons, I mean. If we could just get hold of him somehow, persuade him. We could never do that. Amir was shaking his head. Top footballers like him, they have guards and minders and stuff. How's he getting to Rothermuir anyway? Finn said urgently. He'll have a smashing car, you bet, said Charlie. A stretch limo with all white leather seats and a TV. You think we might be able to stop his car when he's on the way here? Is that it, Finn? asked Jazz. Finn nodded unhappily. I was thinking that, but it's crazy, I know. I've got no idea how we do it, but it could be our only chance. We don't even know what his car looks like, objected Kyla. Amir had been fiddling with his phone. He gave a triumphant yes and held it out for the others to see. Ferrari, he said. He's got three cars, but it says here that this one's his favourite. The picture even shows his the number plate, TH1. I don't see how it helps, said Kyla. How are we going to stop him while he's driving along a main road? There'll be loads of other traffic and he'll be going really fast in a car like that. It'd be too dangerous to try and stop him. Hey, I don't believe it, said Amir. He was still staring at his phone. What? 
Finn was dancing with impatience. Is it good? What does it say? Wait till you hear this, Amir said triumphantly. Tell us, pleaded Finn. He won't be coming by the main road, said Amir. This website's got all sorts of stuff about him. You won't believe this, but his granny lives in Tamsey Bay. Tamsey Bay? That's where my uncle Jimmy lives, said Charlie. He's got a flat right down near the beach. Finn was thinking furiously. The road from Tamsey Bay to Rothmere is really small and winding, and it runs right past my house. There's never any cars on it. I bet he'll be staying with his granny tonight. You can't be sure, though, said Dougie, concerned. He might like his granny. I don't like mine much. She's always trying to kiss me. Everyone ignored him. Of course he'll be staying with her, said Finn, slapping his forehead. Think about it. Why would he come all this way to open a stupid supermarket in a little town like Rothmere? It can only be to please his granny. The ceremony's at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. To get here from anywhere else, by plane or something, he'd have to leave really early in the morning. I wouldn't open that supermarket even for my granny, said Kyla. I'd just throw a pot of paint at it if they asked me. Yeah, but no one's going to ask you, silly, said Charlie. Finn's right, said Jazz. It's the only thing that makes sense. The question is, how do we get him and persuade him to not release the balloons, interrupted Finn. I bet his granny's got a cat, said Dougie, flailing his padlock around on its chain as if he wanted to hit something. Mine's got three. We could kidnap her cat and say we won't give it back unless he promises not to release the balloons. Jazz rolled her eyes. Firstly, she said, ticking the points off her fingers, we don't even know where his granny lives. Never mind if she actually has a cat. Secondly, even if she did have one, she'd be really, really upset if it got kidnapped. Thirdly, cruelty to animals. I was just saying, said Dougie, offended. Finn was still thinking hard. You're right, Jazz. We don't know where Tom Henderson's granny lives. And even if we did, it's eight miles to Tamsey Bay. We haven't got time to get there. Anyway, his miners would never let us near him. So that means 